0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another show of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Financial Advisory Group. Thanks for tuning in for today's show called year-end retirement planning. Today, we're going to try to get through everything from second opinion tax reviews to maximizing your 401k contributions, uh, to taking your required minimum distributions. We want to help make sure that you're ready for the next year and are able to meet retirement deadlines in order potentially to qualify for tax deductions and credits. Uh, At this time, I'd actually like to welcome to our show, Mr. Tony Shore, our infamous co-host. How are you, Tony?
0: (laughs) Ah, infamous. Yeah, I am infamous. I'm doing great, though. Thanks, Baron, for the intro. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you guys today. It's a great day. Uh, I'm just, I can't believe how fast the year has gone. I can't believe we're already talking about year end and looking forward to next year uh, already, but this is going to be a good discussion because I think it's important to be prepared. And there are things that we need to get done at at the year end uh, before we, uh, before the end of this year. Now, uh, I'm doing good. How about you guys, Simon, how are you doing?
2: Doing well, Tony. You're right. The year has flown by and it's time to, uh, run through the procrastinators checklist, I guess today. (laughs) It is. And
0: Baron, I know you've been keeping really busy there, haven't you?
1: Yeah, year-end is always very, very busy just trying to uh, get everybody's plan solidified for the next year, um, especially also with the Medicare. This is another to- area, you know, that keeps us busy toward the end of the year. So definitely looking forward to a nice little break coming up and then uh, we'll be get, raring to go for the following year.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So to start off our discussion today, why is it so important that we have a year-end retirement plan in place?
1: Well, Tony, having a year-end retirement plan can really help you potentially save money. I mean, for instance, it's definitely beneficial to review your previous year's expenses so that you can help create a financial plan for the upcoming year. Uh, This is going to be able to help you calculate what you need to set aside for savings in case you're faced with an emergency, you know, such as increased medical expenses Um, home repairs, and other just unexpected financial burdens. Also, once you have a handle on your income and your expenses, it helps to work with an accountant or CPA who can give you a potential estimate of your upcoming tax bill. This is going to be really important because tax bills, you know, a lot of times can be larger in upcoming years than the previous years, depending upon your situation, of course, but that's usually the case though.
0: Yeah. Now, um, what's some advice, Simon, that you have for us to start us off with on this year end retirement planning?
2: Well, one thing that we can talk about first off is your 401ks. You know, we encourage everybody to take a look and determine whether or not they're able to make any last minute contributions to the 401k plans that they have. You know, the majority of 401k plans, you're typically kind of funding them throughout the year, and we're used to seeing it come out of our paycheck just a little bit at a time but you can't adjust that to meet the year end limits. So what you want to look at is, are you doing the maximum each year? You know, If not financially, can you afford in your budget this year to contribute a little bit uh, more out of these last couple of paychecks in order to save a bit more and use the tax advantage for the year ends? The contribution limit this year is the same as it's been the last couple of years. It's about $18,000. And if you're over age 50, you have the ability to do the an additional $6,000 on top of that for what they call the catch-up provision. Now, while this has been the same the last three years, it generally increases to kind of offset the cost of living adjustment, you know, according to the IRS. And it looks like next year it's going to go up another $500. But before doing this, Tony, you should consult with your financial advisor, your tax professional, you know, if perhaps you should be adding to your own personal IRA or Roth IRA rather than the corporate 401k where you have less uh, flexibility and options. So things to consider there.
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, 401ks, it seems like everybody has one these days. I have one. My wife has one. Baron, how common are these plans among Americans?
1: Well, they're very common, Tony. I mean, you know, Americans, it's pretty much typically all they have, especially with the decline of pensions. Uh, it used to be where you would work for a company, whatever, 30, 35 years. Um, you'd get a nice, healthy pension from them, a defined benefit plan. Company would make all the investment decisions for you. And then when you retired, you got your Social Security and your pension, and you were pretty much you know, set for retirement. Um, the Basically, pensions are going by the wayside. Now, typically, you have your 401ks where you're contributing to that plan. The company hopefully is matching. You have to make the investment decisions. But for many Americans, the 401k plan is playing an integral part in their retirement saving strategies. Actually, according to the American Benefits Council, 401k plans are among the most popular employer, uh, employer-sponsored retirement plans in the U.S. The council actually goes on to state in their 401k fast facts that the U.S. Department of Labor reports that out of the 640,000 approximately defined contrib- contribution retirement plans in the U.S., about 515,000 of them are 401k plans. Um, So obviously, you know, very, very popular among Americans. Um, Also, many American employees working have access to and, you know, or can participate in those 401k plans.
0: Now, our time is almost up for this first segment. Barron, is there anything else you want to add before we have to take a quick break here?
1: Yeah, preparing for retirement, Whether it's, you know, understanding your year-end retirement planning or maximizing your 401k, it can be overwhelming for some people, but it really doesn't have to be. Now, we encourage you to please visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or call our office at 855-793-2409 to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit, um, which will help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked really hard for. With the Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. Um, This toolkit is dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation that's going to stand the test of time.
0: Well, I think that sounds great, Baron, and I know that you are also offering a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation for our listeners. They want to come in and ask questions about this or see how they can maximize their social security or minimize that tax burden, make sure they're doing what's right with their 401k and their retirement accounts. Uh, you can do that as well for them, right?
1: Right. As I said before, just visit our website or call our office and we'll be able to receive a complimentary planning session for to go over that retirement income toolkit.
0: Excellent. And what's that phone number one more time? 855-793-2409. All right, and listeners, stay tuned. We're gonna be right back to continue this important discussion on year-end retirement planning with Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald right after this. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're
3: near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855 793 2409 or visit us at WellingtonAdams.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Financial Advisory Group. And as well, our co host, the infamous Tony Shore. <laughs> The title of this show uh, has been year-end retirement planning. In the first segment, we talked about maximizing 401k plan contributions. Um, as Simon mentioned earlier, employees can contribute up to 18000 and 24000 uh, if you're 50 years or older. The IRS may increase that amount uh, for future years. I think Simon mentioned that they're looking to maybe increase it another $500 next year. Um, so we'll see, but most likely it's going to be increased.
0: Yeah. And this is a great discussion to have guys. I I know it's important to understand how this works and what's happening uh, during the year end so we can be prepared for next year. So in addition to ensuring that we maximize our 401k contributions before the year's end, uh, what else should we be planning for?
2: Well, Tony, we'll uh, shift gears here a little bit and talk about another step which is obtaining a year-end tax review, getting a second opinion in some cases for a lot of you. You know, taxes are a topic everybody's concerned about. Nobody wants to pay more than they have to. So it never hurts to get another opinion, especially if it saves you from a costly mistake that may be, uh, happening either once in the, the past year or something that's routinely happening where you're missing out on some benefits. You know, we encourage the clients to come to the office, with copies of their tax returns, their investment statements, and other relevant, to, uh, relevant information to review along the way. But taxes are an important part. You know, all too often, people are either rushing to get it done as early as possible in order to get that refund into their hands, or they're procrastinating, waiting until the last minute because it's just a hassle and they don't want to deal with it. You know, I think in most cases, when it comes time to file their taxes, everyone is just glad to get them done for the year. But seldom do we take the time you know once they've been completed and given back to us to look them over review them with the account and to make sure that everything looks to be in good order you know sometimes we're just in such a quick kind of mentality there to pass it over and check it off the list you know by doing the second opinion review we're addressing two issues you know first you're taking the time to look over things after they're completed and make sure that they look in good order and second we're getting an opinion from a second set of eyes from another professional you know a few years ago research showed that 80 percent of tax returns had errors on them to one extent or another and if there are tax savings benefits to be had we want to make certain that you're getting what getting them each year you know we have a few relationships with good qualified cpas or firms um that prepare This analysis and do this report for clients. It's become common over the years to kind of hear about that, but it's an important step to take, I think.
0: Yeah, I would imagine it's a really important step. Now, Baron, uh, what do you think about this? Uh, What's the process that you would use to do one of these second opinion tax returns?
1: Well, conducting a second opinion, Tony, is pretty straightforward. Um, All we need to do is, as Simon mentioned earlier, have the client come in with copies of their past year's tax returns. Um, investment statements, and any other pertinent data. We'll go through the documents to get a general idea or at least an overview of what their total situation is. Um, Then we'll talk with a qualified CPA or a CPA firm to look at the uh, returns and prepare them for an official analysis and report. And what this will do is it'll determine, um, you know, whether there have been any missed deductions or errors on the return, which could potentially put more money into the client's pocket.
0: So have you guys come across many of many people that you've met with or your clients who are concerned that there might have been mistakes made on their past year's tax returns?
2: Well, it does come up regularly, Tony. Taxes are a topic everybody's concerned about, as we mentioned, and it really doesn't make sense to pay more than you have to. And often doing this Outside of tax season is a great time to get the second opinion done, as it's a little bit less hectic of a time for both you and the CPAs. You know some firms have more time, whether they're not smack in the middle of tax season, to be rushed to sit down, help you as a new prospective client get a second opinion. And secondly, if you have a big tax bill to pay, it's easier to take some time to think strategically and critically about how to approach that when you and the, T- the uh, CPA have some time to do that. You know Sometimes finding an error on your tax return may result in you getting money back, as Barron pointed out, and lowering your tax bill. But you do have to keep in mind that it can go the other way as well. However, the good news here is that even if you find an error on your tax return that causes you to owe a little bit more, it's still a great idea to get that cleared up and fixed on your own timetable, get that done earlier rather than the IRS catching a mistake down the road and you potentially being subject to more taxes and penalties and interest.
0: So if somebody's concerned then about these tax rates going up in the future, which most of us are, and would like to minimize their vulnerability to increasing tax rates, what are some strategies that you guys might employ to help that person minimize potential risk?
1: Well, one thing um, we do is we look at things like Roth IRA conversions um, strategically and properly using life insurance uh, also as an option are really two strategies that are typically considered tax advantaged because they give the opportunity for some tax-free income. You know, having a diverse tax landscape means you need to look at some alternative options besides just using a 401k or a qualified traditional IRA, and look into some of these other vehicles that can provide tax-free income as opposed to just tax-deferred income. Now, everyone's situation is a little bit different. These opportunities may be available to you, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right move for everyone, though. To determine if these opportunities should be taken, um, you know, advantage of or not is really what we're trying to determine when we sit down and talk to the clients.
0: Interesting. So our, our time is coming to an end for this segment. Um, we just have a couple of minutes left here. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a break, Simon?
2: Well, Tony, you know that at Wellington Adams, our goal is um, to truly help provide clarity, uh, helping plan a, rel- a reliable income during retirement, for the clients, as well as a legacy to pass on to their loved ones. you know, to help with this process, as Barron talked about earlier, you can visit the website at wellingtonadams.com, call the office 855-793-2409, and pick up a copy of that retirement income toolkit. You know, the foundation of the retirement income toolkit is broken down into four sections, the income planning, the asset allocation, legacy planning, and what we're talking about today, tax planning, you know, You can use these tools, but please remember, you know, from time to time, everybody can use a little bit of help, and we're here to do that. We're offering that complimentary review to the first 20 callers today. Um, Again, that's 855-793-2409.
0: All right. Thanks for that. And we're going to be right back to continue this discussion with Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald of Wellington Adams right after this. Are you confident in your financial plans? At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we would like to
3: help you craft a strategy with the right plan, process, and professional to help you through the construction of your financial pyramid, starting with a solid foundation. We will help you with the resources, tools, and understanding you need to be successful. To learn more and to receive your personal financial pyramid guide, visit wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to the last segment of our show, Financially Tuned. Today's topic is year-end retirement planning. So far, we have covered the importance of making sure that you maximize contributions to your 401k plans, uh, and also the benefits of conducting a second opinion tax review. Uh, We want to make sure that you keep as much money in your pocket as possible, as opposed to giving it to the IRS.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And to continue with that theme, Baron, um, what other items or planning tips uh, do you guys have for us regarding year-end
2: retirement planning? Simon, what do you have? Well, another planning tip to uh, take into consideration is making sure that you've taken or planned out your required distributions from your IRAs. You know, once you've reached age 70 and a half, the IRS requires you to start taking withdrawals And this is what's commonly referred to as your RMD or your required minimum distribution. Now, you can withdraw more than the minimum required distribution amount if you would like. In fact, you can draw out as much as you would like once you've passed that penalty-free stage of age 59 and a half. But at age 70 and a half, the IRS is going to dictate that you start taking out a small amount whether or not you need it. And in order for them to get, the, and you know, this is kind of in order for them to get their taxes out of you, so to speak, because all this money has been pre-tax and growing tax deferred, as we talked about earlier. You see, these withdrawals will be included in your taxable income and tax at that rate. Normally, you have to start taking withdrawals from your IRAs, your SEP IRA, your simple IRA, um, your retirement account, your old 401k, unless you're still working there, if you've rolled that over. Once you've gotten to that age 70 and a half, the IRS is a little weird half thing there. Keep in mind. Now, Roth IRAs, if you have those, may not be uh, required the withdrawals until the death of the owner by the beneficiaries to start taking that. So it's important to kind of factor that into the consideration each year um, when you're deciding what to fund, as we talked about earlier, whether to add to your 401k, your own IRA, or your Roth. Um, Importance of planning ahead there. And of course, Tony, there are exceptions, and there's fine prints to all the details. We're kind of doing a broad over here, a broad overview here, but you know there are a little exceptions along the way. So we encourage everybody, the listeners today, to check things out um, before acting. You know, you can go to the IRS.gov, their website there, or talk to your financial advisor, or CPA, about some of those details.
0: Well, I think that's great, and Baron, maybe you could provide us with. Uh, dates when somebody with an IRA is required to take these uh, required minimum distributions?
1: Well, your first requirement of distribution for your IRA, which is going to include also the SEP IRAs, the simple IRAs, as well as the traditional 401ks or uh, 401ks if you're not working at the company anymore. Um, it's April 1st of the year following the calendar year in which you reach age 70 and a half. However, if you wait until April 1st of the following year, you're gonna have to then take out another required minimum distribution by that year's end, which could result in a higher tax bracket that year. So we actually usually recommend against doing that. For each year following the year after your required uh, minimum start date, you then must withdraw your required minimum distribution every year by December 31st. And it's based on the account values year end statement from the year before. Um, the first year, the distribution is equivalent to approximately 3.65% of the total account value. Um, you got to pay your taxes on it. It counts towards your adjusted gross income. The next year, it's a little bit more. The following year, a little bit more until you know, years down the road, you're not going to be able to find any investment out there that's actually making what the IRS is requiring you to take out so even if the IRA is actually making money, it will start going down just based upon the fact that you have to take these requirement of distributions. Um, so I always implore my, my clients, you know, if you need the requirement of distribution, then obviously spend it. But if you don't, we can put it aside. It becomes what we call regular money at that point, And then we can just reinvest those monies as well.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's important. Are there any penalties associated uh, with taking your required minimum distribution or RMDs then?
2: Yeah, there are, Tony. There are very large penalties in some case for failing to take your required minimum distributions for the year. The IRS will impose up to a 50% penalty. That's up to 50% of what you are required to take out. So as Baron talked about earlier, not only will you have to take out the full RMD, pay the tax on it, but you may also be penalized up to 50% by them taking that money back. You also need to consider the specific investment that you're in and be aware of any penalties, commissions, charges, restrictions on the actual investment vehicle themselves that they may have. And this can have a lot to do with the type of financial professional that you're working with. We work hard to help our clients avoid these issues, Tony, which is all part of that planning process and things that we need to be considered when we're planning out our retirement and doing some of these year-end review topics.
0: Well, what else could we do then to prepare for uh, when reaching year-end retirement
2: planning? Well, Tony, it's also good to to set aside some time to look at the big picture, like updating your legacy plan. This is useful because it allows you to update any material changes in your life, such as divorce, children leaving the home, you know, things along those lines. Also, reviewing your legacy plan at the end of the year allows you to Assess your values, your financial goals, and whether or not they are on track as planned. You know, this can help you ensure wealth is preserved, it's appropriately transferred, and to realize the goals for the future generations and planning that you've put in place.
0: So, obviously, this is an important topic. Uh, Baron. what are some of the benefits to having a financial legacy plan?
1: Well, Tony, there are many reasons and benefits as to why you want a financial legacy plan in place. If you don't plan your legacy, someone else will. And that someone else is usually a combination of the IRS and other government entities, people like lawyers, uh, executors, the courts, accountants. You want to make sure that someone who has your best interests of your beneficiaries in mind Um, that they're the ones that are executing your financial legacy plan, not people that you don't know. The distribution of your assets, whether it's in the form of property, stocks, uh, IRA accounts, um, 401ks, or liquid assets, can be a very complicated undertaking if you haven't left clear instructions about how you want them handled. Not having a plan can cost a lot more money and take a lot more time So it's going to leave your loved ones, you know, sometimes years to wait and receive what you wanted to give them. And often it's going to be less of your legacy than if you had a clear plan put in place. Also, planning your legacy is going to help your assets be transferred with very little delay and very little confusion. Instead of leaving decisions about how to uh, distribute your legacy to your family, uh, attorneys or other financial professionals, preserve your legacy and your wishes by drafting a clear plan at an early age.
0: That's great, Baron. Unfortunately, our time is almost up for this week's show. Is there anything else you guys want to share with us before we have to go today?
2: Well, Tony, we'll just remind the listeners that they're welcome to visit us at wellingtonadams.com to download a complimentary retirement income toolkit or call the office to request a copy at 855 793. 2409. You know, with that retirement income toolkit, you can get the information that you need to help secure your retirement. We're dedicated to providing you, the listeners, with the information to help them make sound decisions, build a retirement on a solid foundation that'll stand the test of time. You know, we offered that we would do that complimentary for the first 20 callers. So if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate to call us. Again, that's 855-793-2409.
0: All right. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing hosts, Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald of Wellington Adams.
1: Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned next week. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for
0: taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.